1: This is Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome. On this show, I talk about all the things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. By sharing what I find, I hope that you too will be able to create more awesomeness in your corner of the world. If you're a loyal listener, you may have noticed that I have not been putting out a podcast as often as I would like to. I just want to say that I'm going to keep continuing the podcast, but Unfortunately, for a little while, it'll have to be when I get time. So I suggest you hit subscribe if you haven't already and never miss an episode because you'll get an update when I put up a new episode. And I thank you for continuing to show up. I have a few additional projects that have fallen in my lap and um, they've taken my attention away from the podcast. I love podcasting, though, and I'm just not ready to give it up 100%. I thank you for being a loyal listener. Believe me, there is a ton of awesomeness floating around in this head of mine just waiting to come out in the form of an episode. So if I don't continue, I think my head would burst. I'm constantly writing down ideas that I have for the show. So I do plan on continuing just It'll be kind of um, when I just, when I get time, unfortunately, and then I'm hoping to at some point be able to, um, you know, batch these out at once and schedule them. That would be my ultimate goal. But anyway, so in my last episode, I talked about the book I'm reading called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. If you didn't catch that episode, I urge you to head on over to yddoa.com slash 116 and give it a listen. The Artist's Way book is a famous book, which I did not know, and I've since discovered that some other people have heard of it before too. It describes itself as a spiritual path to higher creativity. You might think that you need to be an artist to get anything out of this book, but I've discovered that that is entirely untrue. In reality, we are artists of our lives. Each day we create a new day for ourselves. The Artist's Way will help you maximize your creativity in your life no matter what it is that you do. So it doesn't matter what your day job is. Consider yourself an artist of your life. What do you want your life to look like? Through this journey, I've discovered a little more about what I want it to look like, but also what do I want it to feel like? I mean, we just so often think about our dreams and you know what are we want what are what we want our life to look like, but I think ultimately it's really what do we want to feel like? I mean, I want to feel peace, but What do I need to do with my life that I'm creating to get that? For example, snuggling my nine-year-old brings me peace. Listening to good music and laughing with my soulmate brings me peace. Reading, crocheting, and journaling all bring me peace. But those all take time. Like, when am I supposed to fit that into my chaotic world? And I'm pretty sure most of us are all in this boat. I mean, we've got a lot of things that we have to do I don't really have time to be reading constantly or crocheting and you know how am I supposed to fit all of those peaceful things into my life so if I want it if I want to feel peace I want to create peace in my life as the artist of my life what do I have to do to figure that out well that's what the book the artist's way is helping me with and I'm leaving a link in the show notes so you can get this book right away because it really is life changing. The book is helping me in so many ways, but today I'm only going to talk about one little teeny thing from the book that's um, that was very very helpful. So I want to talk about finding the time to create more peace, love, or whatever it is that you want to feel in your life. So lately, I've been feeling very very overwhelmed. I mean, I already have a lot going on as it is. But then two weeks ago, my basement flooded. But that's another story in itself. So that really like kind of threw me over the edge because it was an extra thing. For me, I pretty much function as a single mom, even though I'm still married. And Bill is my second husband, and he lives an hour away from me. And we see each other pretty much every other weekend and sometimes uh, maybe once during the week. But getting to see him, because I don't get to see him all the time, is my motivation to get things done when we aren't together. Because I don't see him all the time, like in your traditional marriage setting, I am busting my butt pretty much every minute of my waking hours to get things done so that I can have fun with my husband. So I'm a full time teacher and the children's ministry director of my church, and I also have three kids. And um, my oldest is in college. And then i have two daughters at home with me one good thing though that has helped when it's come to covid and i know there's not a lot of good things about covid but one good thing about covid but also a not so good thing is that many of my kids extracurricular stuff has either been canceled or no one can go um or there's just been less games like my son has gotten to play but i couldn't go and there are a lot less games This is good because it's bought me a lot more time than I used to have, but this is also very bad because I miss out on seeing my kids play ball or perform in plays in person. They're only going to be in this situation for so long, and then it will be over. And I really feel bad that this part of their lives is missing due to COVID. But anyway, the fact that there isn't much running around to do has been kind of helpful. But don't get me wrong, I do want to be able to see my kids do their things. I really, really, really miss that. And I'm so looking forward to things getting back to normal. At any rate, that's a snapshot of my life. Single momming, teacher with a few side hustles, a wife who wants to continue to have an amazing marriage. It would be easy to get overwhelmed. So like, if you throw in a small disaster, then like that just like messes up the flow of everything. Um, so back to the Artist's Way book each week gives me a list of things to do at first when i started doing this i was like there's no way i can possibly add anything more to this life but i did notice that sometimes the things that i have to quote unquote do is getting rid of things so and i'll get more into that as time goes on but i'm doing it and i've had to make some changes but i've been able to do about 95 percent of what this book has asked me to do And I'll be sharing these things with you throughout my next few episodes. So that's one good thing. I've gotten a lot of content ideas for you guys. But today, I want to talk about one little teeny thing that I learned. And that's getting rid of social media and I guess really just media in general. I forget which week it was in the Artist's Way book. But during one of the weeks, I had to give up reading for just a week. And I know... A book that says to give up reading. Isn't that funny? <laughs> but a lot of change came from doing this just for a week. I was really upset about this at first. I read every morning with my coffee and I love that part of my day. So to know that that was going to be taken away was a little upsetting. And I was almost done reading my Happiness dear book, and I really wanted to finish it, but I didn't. I followed the rules, and I really wanted to continue to read the Artist's Way book because it is so helpful. But again, I didn't. I didn't skip ahead. I also stopped reading that book, and I thought I could get around get around it all and listen to the books I have on my audio, Audible app because I'm always listening to a book on my Audible app. But then I talked myself into the fact that that's really cheating, because you know, no, I'm not reading, but I am putting content in my head. And that's the goal. That was the goal in the first place, to kind of clear your mind of putting other content in your mind in order to create time for your own thoughts and opinions. I also never watched TV, so I was not getting any new content in my, into my brain that way either. Not reading, also meant no social media. And I was a little concerned about this because Facebook and Instagram are my main ways of staying connected with my listeners. I basically put a post out there telling everyone I was signing off for a week and I let it go. Honestly, it was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. I started to stress though as time went on because I could still see the little red dot on the notifications app go up continually each day. So I kept thinking, ooh, who is friend requesting me? Or who's tagging me? Somebody needs to tell me something. But I quickly came to the realization if anyone needed me and it was really important, they could call me. I also didn't read any of my emails for the week when it came to the podcast. I did have to read my emails for work because if I didn't, that would have been just plain irresponsible on my part. I did allow myself to look at Pinterest, though, since it's mostly images. Otherwise, I did not read for a week. If you want to create more space or just time or whatever it may be, get reading of reading for one week or one little thing, like don't watch TV for a week or don't look at social media for a week. Just one little thing that you don't necessarily need. Um... You know, I know for some TV watchers that's going to be hard, um, but it, so if it's if, if that feels intimidating, stop reading first, and then maybe the next week add in no TV. But if you want to get the most out of this, I recommend no reading or TV for a week, and you will be surprised with the results. You may discover that by the end of this, you will simply stop reading or watching TV altogether. Now, I barely watch TV as it is, so you know that part wasn't all that hard. Um, But if you're a book person like me, you'll be adding that back in right after the fast. But consider this challenge as a reset, kind of like how COVID made us all reset. You'll develop some new habits or hobbies, if nothing else. So here's what happened to me that week. I am a busybody, so I had to replace that time with something else in order to stay happy. When I decided to do this, I did it like cold turkey. I literally read it out of the book one moment, and then the next, I just stopped. But I got anxious, and I kept thinking, what will I do? Because I looked at Pinterest, I started looking at bullet journaling. And I'm not going to get too much into this right now, because I'm planning on doing an entire episode on it, because it is super life-changing. But basically, if, you're, if you've are if you never heard of it before, bullet journaling is a style of journaling. So if you don't like re- like um, writing, because um, sometimes when you look at that blank page, it's hard to know what to write. Like I, when I first started journaling, I'm like, I don't know what to write. So that was, the, the blank page was just very intimidating. So instead of just writing what bullet journaling is, is you make lists, goals, and track things like um, I track my weight and exercise and so much more. But you do it in an artistic manner. And I'm not really good at it yet, but it is fun and it's bringing me a ton of peace. So check it out on Pinterest if you cannot wait for that episode, but check it out on Pinterest. But just know that an episode is coming soon on just bullet journaling alone. So bullet journaling took the place of social media. And I was shocked because it does take a lot of time and I didn't realize how much time I spend reading and watching t- Well, I guess I don't watch TV, but reading and um, and looking at social media, I guess, would be my equivalent to watching TV. So I had a lot of time to spend. And, you know, it was really cool because my youngest saw me doing this. She wanted not a bullet journal, but a sketchbook. So I got her one, and she's been drawing away, which makes me very happy. Anything to get her off a device makes me happy. And since it's been getting warmer here in Ohio, now you have to understand it's been like in the 40s and 50s, and yes, that's warm for us. And the sun's been out, which is a perk. So in Ohio, it doesn't matter if it's cold. As long as the sun, sun's out, we're happy. But my youngest is nine. Her name's Haley. Normally, she's hooked onto that darn iPad as soon as she gets home from school. But lately, she's been asking me to go on a walk with her. And since I'm not reading, I have all this extra time. (laughs) Walking is my favorite exercise. So of course I was happy to go, especially to go outside because I do walk every morning and I have been during the winter time, but I've been on the treadmill and that is so not as much fun as going outside. So we've been walking together or she skateboards and rides her scooter while I walk. It's been great. By getting rid of reading altogether, I've been able to add those things into my day. And I often think to myself, maybe I should use that time to work on my podcast or work on my journal creation because I'm working on creating journals for you guys. And um, it's going to be on Amazon. So I've been working on these things and learning how to create them. And I could have been using my time for that. Well, first, I let myself off the hook with the podcast only because it would have counted as reading. And I say this because I look up information for content and I type up an outline of what I'm going to talk about. And that would have required me to read so the podcast was out. And I also thought I could get some of my journal created for Amazon, but that would also require reading. I went all in. I also felt guilty for not being productive. I felt anxious and horribly guilty. I thought, Here I've bought myself all this time and no productivity. So I had to step out of myself for a minute and give myself a talking to. And you know what, as adults, that's like all we do. I listen to productivity podcasts. I read books on productivity. All I want to do is be productive, but I don't think that's a good thing as adults. So, and I'll tell you why, like, as we get to the end of this. But let's still go back to the first question that I said at the beginning of this episode. What did I want my life to look and feel like? I knew I wanted my life to be productive. Now, this is prior to doing my little fast, okay? So when I asked myself prior to this, I did. I thought about what do I want my life to look and feel like? And I knew I wanted my life to be productive yet peaceful. I wanted myself to be living in a clutter free home where I would self care myself in the morning, go to work and be super productive there, go to my church job early so I could be super productive there, and then work on my journal for Amazon and this podcast so I could be super productive there. That sounds awful (laughs) to me as I say that out loud. But you know what was missing? The peace, peace, peacefulness. I was missing that. That was not, I knew I wanted to feel peace, but how am I supposed to feel peace when I'm constantly racing against the clock and trying to be productive? So I let all that go for a week so that I could have peace. I have peace when I'm on a walk with my child or spending time with my husband. I feel peace when I'm designing a new spread for my bullet journal. For a week, I chose peace. And you know what? It was fun, too. I think as adults, we often let fun go by the wayside and that has to stop. I often think to myself, I'll have fun when I go to Florida this summer or I'll have fun when school's out. Ask yourself, did you have any fun today? I'm asking you that. Like seriously, think about it. Did you have any fun today? And if you're listening to this in the morning, did you have any fun yesterday? If you're like me, when I seriously asking myself that question my answer was no I had not (laughs) so if not take like 15 minutes to do something fun if you want to create more peace in your life take a walk outside and get away from all the chaos for a little bit stop watching tv or reading just for a week and try something new and you might discover you have other passions I am so passionate about bullet journaling It's such an outlet for me, and I never would have discovered it if I didn't give up reading and social media. By doing that, I created more time to do some fun things with my daughter, which is really ultimately, like, what I want. I want to have fun. I mean, I only get this one life. So try it. Give up social media for a week or TV or reading. If you really want to be a beast, give up all three simultaneously. You will free up time in your day. To start something new. Or maybe not. Maybe you're just going to sit and chill. Which is also fine. You might discover your passion if you haven't already. Or you might discover a new passion like I did with bullet journaling. If nothing else, it might be nice to give your brain a break from other people's thoughts and opinions. See what your own mind can cook up without any outside influences. Just for a week. Give it a try. I mean... All of the content think about all the content you absorb every day it's somebody else's opinion I mean you're listening to my opinion right now you know I hope you like my opinion but I'm just saying every all of the content all of the news all of the media everything you read that's all someone else's thoughts like give your mind a a break to be you be itself so I really really got a lot out of that one week so that's it for my show today, and I would love to connect more with you and hear if you gave up TV or social media or reading or something else for a week and how it went for you. So please join my Facebook group at www.facebook.com groups Y-D-D-O-A. You can also find me on Instagram at YourDD of Awesome and on Twitter at Cindy Liming, which is C-Y-N-D-I-L-I-M i-n-g be sure to check out my website yddoa.com, where you'll find all the deals resources and episodes of your daily dose of awesome thanks again for listening i'm cindy liming and give up something so you can have some peace and have some fun i think you'll really like it